0: Hello, the Internet, and welcome to Season 200, Episode 3 Ooh. of Third Daily Zeitgeist, the yeah. production of I Heart Radio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it's Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. Ooh. Happy September, everyone. Uh, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. <laughs> I'm Fueled With Dew, and I'm your host. I shout the names of the show and folks. I introduce, my thighs are pale I'm not Gen X, but millennial It's a pod called TDZ The Daily Zeitgeist with Miles and Jack Listen to the pod with Miles and Jack And their guest That is courtesy of At Radio Giorgio See a little Aaliyah try again oh. And I'm thrilled to be joined as always By my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray I want to bike where the people
1: are, I want to see, want to see my neighbors, and if I see a friend, we might smoke, what's the word? Weed! (laughs) Shout out to $1William on the Discord, because yeah, you know, I'm biking around to get with the people, haven't had a a random cipher yet with another person on the street, but you know, that's... $1William.
0: Half half price Mm -hmm. of two buck chuck is $1, William. Exactly. Well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a comedian and writer who's appeared in live venues across this great land, whose comedy has appeared everywhere from Grantland, Vulture, Jezebel. Pace listed her as one of the 75 best Twitter follows. She's written several viral articles for Vice and has appeared in the Ariana Grande video every day which has been watched more than most super bowls you can hear her on the audible podcast like mother and on her very funny stand-up albums eat me and mommy issues please welcome back to the show the hilarious and talented allistons alliston <laughs> hi alliston hey. allison stevenson there what's up oh. hi I <laughs> sorry <don't know. laughs> Kind of like Alistair, Alistair Cook.
1: <laughs> I mean. Wait. I was like,
2: wait, oh, shit. Is that on me?
1: <laughs> What's up, Allison? Is that
2: not my bio? Uh, hi. No, yeah. What's up? Yeah. How's it going? Yeah, <laughs> not much, you know? yeah, yeah. Not really. Not much to report on my end, TBH. Yeah, yeah.
1: Loved you yeah. in Truth Hounds. Loved you in Truth Hounds. Uh,
2: <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think. That. The, I make a two-second appearance where I say uh, like big titty goth anime girl. <laughs> yeah, or anime something. girls in the Zoom yeah. call. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, anyway, is that a real tactic used to make Zoom calls weird, or is that a little bit of improv?
2: It was accidental, but like it was it's, it was real because like oh my god, this is okay. So in my old apartment, when I would do Zoom calls, I have like a bunch of like vintage like the only wall in my room where I could realistically do a zoom call in the back of me were all these like vintage porno like photos of like naked women and
3: because oh, yeah. you
2: know i'm a collector it's yeah. like it's just you know it's beautiful uh yeah. so all these as, different- as you're not
0: on a call with jeffrey Tubin, you should be all right, right.
2: <laughs> exactly but then i was like damn well okay some of these zoom calls are like professional so i'm like how do i cover up the nudity Right. And so the only thing I had other than that were stickers that I could put over the things. But the stickers were like of uh, big teddy anime girls. <laughs> <laughs> but at least they were clothed right. Mostly. right. So I put those over the fo- over the frame photos. Like, realistically, I probably should have just taken everything down. But for a minute, that for me was like a solution. Like, okay, they're not going to see straight up naked, vintage naked women. They're going to see like half naked cartoon women.
1: Perfect. Right. And, you know, who uses the blur background feature anyway? (laughs) Right. (laughs)
2: Amateurs.
0: (laughs) Screw that.
2: And also something I could have thought about (laughs) as a solution.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Miles, you are currently blurred in the background so that just. You know, puts the question in our mind. What what kind of wild shit does Miles have going on back There's there? Just
1: a bunch of loose laundry and shit that I had mm. to pull out of the dryer, and I just don't want to ha- like see, hear my mother's voice in the background. Like, just, why didn't you fold it? Why didn't you before a <laughs> Zoom call? You didn't fold your. Just ease up, okay? Got a, had a lot to do, and I'm now my allergies are kicking in again.
0: Oof, yeah, man, you're looking like a the before in an allergy commercial a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, it's just you know, I got to stop itching my eyes. But yeah, yeah. I guess you know, what do they know? The doctors.
2: Is there like something new in bloom or something? That's it's just my back? seasonal.
1: You know, I've, oh. every episode has begun with
0: talks of my allergies, but it's just seasonal allergies. <laughs> it's that. It's that early fall shit and the summer yeah. shit. And now we have a fire season layered on yeah, top. I'm sure there's some some, shit, some bad shit kicking up there. Got the easterly winds coming from the Salton Sea. The northern winds come from the Salton Sea with all sorts of 1950s agricultural chemicals and poisons that have now, like, turned into uh, desert dust. So oh, we're cool. We're good. It's a lot of good breathable shit out here. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, Allison, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. Uh, first, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about. Uh, we have an update on the story about... Jason Roundsberg, mm-hmm. who is a South Dakota's attorney general. And we we mentioned before that he had killed somebody with his car in a hit and run, came back the next day after like getting his story straight and was like, Oh, I thought I, I hit a deer. So we're gonna we're gonna get a very unsatisfying update on that story. We're gonna get some good news about yeah. how people are adapting to vaccine mandates. And then some bad news about how people are adapting to vaccine (laughs) mandates. We'll check in with Mike Richards, see how his plot for world domination is going. We'll check in with the Ted Lasso debate and also just general Apple product placement on their uh, streaming platform. And we will talk about whether the movies are coming back and uh, whether they should be using vaccine mandates At the cinema, all of that, plenty more. But first, Allison, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history?
2: Okay, so this is actually something I was thinking about last night, and I did search for images of it. It was literally, I just put the words Jennifer Lopez, Fedora, Mm. (laughs) and okay, I feel like nobody is discussing this, and like I'm like, do I want to be the person to to do this? But like she has such an insane fedora collection, I feel. Like I don't know, is that in my head or she wears she, a lot of fedoras.
1: I wow, I didn't think of it like as her having a collection, but I do think of her rocking a fedora. Like it's very right? easy to picture J Lo with a fedora. Almost as easy as her in that like green Versace dress from the VMA. <laughs> yes. Like I could be like that there's there's two J Lo's Versace dress J Lo and Fedora <laughs> wearing J Lo. But does she have a d- do we know? Like, did you find, Does well, she have a collection? What's, what's behind that?
2: I actually couldn't find that many, but I'm like, why is it in my head that Jennifer Lopez is like a fedora person? And I think it's just like two photos I saw on Instagram, but like that photo that everybody was sharing of, well, you know, her and Ben being back together. Right. She had some birthday fedora on. Very snazzy little number.
1: Right. And I was Cause when like, she did the I'm Real video. That she's wearing like a straw like fedora. I remember. I think that's yeah. what my biggest thing is. And from that video, she's rocking a fedora. Maybe I just can't. I just made that her whole existence.
2: Yeah. No. It, yeah. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like for some reason I couldn't find that many photos of her wearing a fedora. But I'm like, something's up because she does wear fedoras.
0: Yeah, and she loves a hat though. Yeah.
2: She's big uh, on hats. Yeah. And, and I'm I picture like,
0: her with the like pageboy cap. For some reason. Like that 2000s oh, kind of puffy page cap. Oh yeah. And but I think that's just because that's I originally look. got to know her back in the in Living Color days when I feel like she was <laughs> Dancing. <there. laughs> yeah. She was As dancing. a fly girl. As a fly girl. Yeah.
2: I there just needs to be stuff that's set. Like we need to I I wanna be like, we need to talk about JLo's hats. Yeah. Ooh, that's it's like, nice come hat. on.
0: Ooh, and she's got the very flat. Brim fedora, which is the bigger the the brim, the
2: closer to God or something. I don't know.
0: (laughs) So the big brim is is fedora, right? Because like I always get that confused with whatever like Bruno Mars wore for the first half of his career, the little
1: like hat that (laughs) Uh, oh the tiny brim, the fedora. Fedora is like the most anno- the annoying guy hat. Come on, you remember Tim Robinson's I, do, but I Think then, You Should like, Leave. These are Stanzo brand
0: fedoras, man. Right, but those are different <laughs> than the annoying guy hats. The Well, they're the same I- style. I mean, it's a shorter brim overall. Right, than the shorter like a- brim hat is the uh, is the one that I'm picturing mm-hmm. when I say fedora, but I feel like Yeah, not as- I think
2: what I'm guilty of is that I just attribute every hat that to me looks like an obnoxious hat. I could like just call it a fedora.
0: Yeah right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. There you go.
2: And I'm like, why is J-Lo wearing this? Why is she into fedoras? Like, I feel like she needs to be stopped, personally. She's perfect otherwise.
1: The only thing you need to be a fedora, it's got to be low, soft felt hat, or not always soft felt, because you'll see them made out of our materials, but a curled brim and the crown creased lengthwise.
0: Oh, that's what <laughs> makes it a fedora. Okay, That makes it
1: a fedora. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, I've Do got the genealogy
0: of fedoras in front of me, and that, that is correct. There's many <laughs> right. different species of fedora. Right, right, right. right, but, right. Yeah. Okay, got <laughs> it. They've all had to evolve in
2: different climates yeah. and adapt to different environments, so yeah. they have different exactly. skills. And they all
0: breastfeed been. their offspring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What uh, What is something you think is overrated?
2: I, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like somebody must have said this at some point, but I'm just going to throw out almonds. Okay. Have mm. they talked about almonds?
1: Yeah. No, overrated? I mean. I mean, they take up way too much water.
2: Yeah. 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 And they just kind of taste like shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like what if what if Wait. peanuts were like made of wood, you know? It's like <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're made of one. That's yeah. the vibe, though. That is, yeah. Legit they're the like vibe. They, they're yeah. like
0: splintering your mouth. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm with you. Like they exactly. I don't like
2: it. and the, yeah, the raw like a raw almond is just like I have the same thing with carrots. It's Just something about the texture. Yeah, is just I'm, yeah. Bad.
1: I'm not the biggest we, fan we gotta
2: of carrots, stop. and they're they're like bad for you know all that water they use up.
0: Yeah, no, fuck almonds, for real. Like, do, <laughs> does this extend to almond milk for you? Yes, or? yes, yeah. it does. Okay, it
2: does because we have oat milk now, so we we better. don't need almond milk anymore.
0: And coconut milk, if you're if you're uh, trying to replace like whole fatty milks, coconut milk is really good.
2: Yeah, and you know what? People don't fuck with coconut milk, which I think is wrong. I feel like coconut milk is underrated.
0: Yeah. Mm.
2: Maybe that should be my underrated. <laughs> I, well, I
0: to do cashew yeah. milk? You wait, so you're
1: saying you're the two of you like you just look at almonds and you're like Gah! get them <laughs> away from me cuz I like a I mean look, I like a roasted almond. I'm not well, okay, that, I'm not. It's
2: the thing. It's got to be roasted, right? Yeah, not yes. in its natural form.
1: Well, what most of the nuts we eat are roasted, right? On some level. Like I don't eat raw I, cashews. I don't eat raw peanuts. I don't eat raw nuts, you know what I mean? don't but you know how it is.
2: I'm saying, if it's like raw cashews, delicious.
1: <laughs> oh, raw cashews are, are delicious.
2: Yeah. Okay. Naturally delicious. Obviously better with extra, you know, roasting, flavoring.
1: Sure,
0: sure, ice.
2: sure. But I think au naturel, cashews are fucking dope.
0: Okay. That's I just, I feel like almonds became the default nut at some point in the past, like, yeah. 10 years. Right. Like, over peanuts. So, yeah. Yes.
2: The healthier like big alternative. alternative. Yeah, big big almond, almond has
0: been lobbying through. hard. Because yeah. they take
1: a fucking it's I think it's something like a gallon per nut? Gallon yeah. of water yeah. per it's nut. If you're like, what no. Sn- knock it off. Fucking yeah. knock it off. We don't <laughs> we, we don't, don't eat need almonds. That. That's where I'm like, we don't need almonds that bad. But
2: right. no. they're not even that good. Yeah. Right. I don't think they're that good.
0: And, yeah, like, like when you look at the water usage, like, the little, like, curbs that they put on consumer, like, water consumption, like, regular Gen Pop water consumption, like, makes the smallest dent in the world when you compare it to just, like, doing anything to agriculture, like, mm-hmm. because they just, like, use all the water. Right. Yeah. Yeah,
1: because, yeah, wow. when you go down... It's like yeah, this how much water an almond takes. It's like, yeah, but what about all the livestock? That's where the water, that's where the real
0: water is fucking going. Yeah. Uh shit. What's something you think is underrated? Awesome.
2: Also, I can't remember if I said this last time I was on the show, but it's something I'm passionate about, which is hamsters. Hmm. Did okay. I I don't maybe I didn't. I can't remember, but I have a pet hamster. His name is Skip. Mm. And I just gotta. I'm trying to just preach to adults that
3: Let them
1: know it's
2: not a bad idea to have a pet hamster. In fact, I think they should just be for adults and not for kids.
1: Personally. Wow. Oh wait, wait. So yeah. why is that? Let me know. Why is it a good adult companion the versus more, a child toy?
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a toy. It's a human. It's not human. It's, it's a, a life. human
3: being. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's a human being trapped in the soul of a rodent. No, that's the thing. They're very finicky. Like, I bought my hamster on an impulse, not realizing how much work it really takes to have an. I mean, once you get the hang of it, it's not a lot of work. But Mm -hmm. initially, I was like, oh, damn, these things are like very precious and like they're so fragile and they need circumstances. Like, the cage has to be a certain size. Like, they need to have this amount of food, like this stuff. And it's like, what kid is going to know how to do this? (laughs) right you know like so
1: you found yourself being like kid if i can't have a fucking kid can't handle this shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly and then kids like just throw them around and abuse them and just like you know they're like oh let's see what how far we can throw them or whatever and it's just like (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: hey we've all been there
2: (laughs) (laughs) like like, kids fuck up their hamsters yeah i think that's how parents like test if their kid's a sociopath or something is to see like how they treat a hamster yeah. I'm assuming. I, I don't know.
1: As a kid, I was always like not interested in like those kinds of pets, like that would have a cage. I was like, that's just weird. I'm not like what ha- like what happens if you fucking that <laughs> gets loose. I remember we had a class mouse in middle school, and uh-huh. yo, I, I uh, yo, I'm not gonna say her name because I know she still feels bad about it. One of my classmates, thirty <laughs> straight, home. stepped on the fucking mouse because it got out the cage, and we didn't know, and oh. like it was like comedic. It was. It was like one of these things where we were we were sort of spared the gruesomeness of it because it merely just looked like it had flattened, like pancaked, like oh, no gore sad. about it. But we were just like, oh, my God. And like people, the kids were like crying and shit. It was like a whole thing. And I was like, see, I don't fuck with these weird <laughs> things because when they get out, people freak out. Somebody see walked on one and send it to an early grave. It's just a bad situation.
0: Damn. Bro. She walks with uh, a heavy foot. That young lady. I feel it like was the <laughs> second I felt something underfoot. But yeah, I guess we're if you're wearing In a panic shoes, though. if you're wearing you're, shoes, you probably yeah. don't be wearing
1: like those thick soled like rocket dog type motherfucker yeah. shoes yeah. know, from yeah. back yeah. then. Like you can't f I mean dudes, yeah. I'm sorry. RIP to the
0: class you're just like what is that? That's <laughs> slippery.
1: Yeah. And then like people wouldn't let it go, you know what I mean? They're like, Well, she fucking killed it. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and we we're like yo let it go like it was traumatic for everybody and like plus right. we didn't we hated that stinky motherfucker anyway so let's just let's just move on oh,
2: wow. back class pet. but they genuinely are very nice c- cute pets to have especially if you live in an apartment that doesn't allow, allow like cats or dogs like that's how it was for me for a while and i was like okay fuck it let's get a hamster and i was pleasantly surprised by like how nice it is to have a cute little right like, critter do you
1: like it's out the cage and you just kind of free vibe with it?
2: No, he, I mean, he what has like a little know. ball. He goes in the oh, ball right, right, right. and can like roll around the room, but not, yeah, no, I wouldn't let him out.
1: Would do you know. ever like, it's oh, not like no. you could take a nap with the hamster like no, on No, your... okay. they're not
2: chill like that. Like, yeah. you, they'll let you hold them and they'll like crawl around you, but like they don't, they don't nap on you. I mean, maybe yeah. some do. Mine does not. Just very hyper, always trying to run away. They can't love you. There's yeah, no yeah, like, right emotional connection. God
1: damn it, you can love them. <laughs>
2: but you can love them, and that's how most of my relationships are anyway. So. I
0: mean, that's that's parenthood right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the kids say they love you, and they act like they love you, but, like, you know, the giving tree was right. Ultimately, it's just like, you know, the, the kids grow up, and they're like, God, you're so fucking lame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. And we're back. And yeah, so this is an update. Jason Ravensburg is how it's spelled, but it's uh, apparently pronounced Roundsburg. Mm -hmm. He killed a man named Joseph. Bover in September of 2020. Uh, he was driving home from a Republican Party event. Uh, no word on, you know, if he had had something to drink.
1: Well, he took a blood test 15 hours later. Oh, and they so. They didn't find blood. Right. They didn't find alcohol. Oh, God.
0: He was on his phone and rammed his car into Bover, who was walking on the shoulder, yep. and told the cops, hey, I thought I hit an animal, so I just went home. But I wasn't entirely sure. I was like, huh. It might be a deer. I don't know, man. You know know how it
1: is. And you're like driving and you hit something and you don't know what it was at all. But even though it could have been a large animal.
0: Yeah. So So you just drive off. Yeah. So he then came back and uh, claims to his surprise, there was a dead human there. And an investigator pointed out, and I think this is the last time that we checked in with this story. Was that the deceased man's glasses were inside the South Dakota Attorney General's car?
1: Mm-hmm. What? So yeah, that the this investigator said, yeah, the glasses are in your car, meaning the face came through your windshield, and you. His, oh. So he's like, his face is in your windshield. Think about it. And like, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Was it? That could have been a deer. And then this, there's like in this guy's notes. <laughs> this investigator, like, no, he said, I was in a meeting with a group of investigators and I said, How many of you hit a deer? Every single one in that room, uh, like, like, raised their hands. So then he said, How many of you did not know you hit a deer? Every single one of them knew they hit a deer. Right. There wasn't like some big thing where it's, you know, some Mononoke, like Miyazaki, whimsical fucking creature you hit and you don't know what like it Like half was human, at the time half deer. Right. Right. And he still played dumb, was still really playing dumb. And the guy, even in the investigation, said his face is in your windshield. Think about it. Yeah. And yeah, I think we should all think about it when we find out that he's just charged with three misdemeanors, use of an electronic device while driving, illegal lane change and careless driving.
2: Jesus.
1: Yeah. So
0: hmm. do you think there's anything like political at work here? Maybe? Well, this is the thing, know. like,
1: it, it's, it, it split the, like, the whole, like, South Dakota, South Dakota, South Dakota <laughs> political machine, because, like, Christy Noem, who's their governor, was like, yo, you need, you should resign. <laughs> she was even like, this is fucking weird, dude. Uh, you should resign. He did not. He was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that at all. And this guy, he's kind of got, he's got that sort of Trump pedigree. Like, he was one of those attorneys general who signed on to, like, that. Lawsuit to try and overturn the election at the end of right. last year, like is he a unique
0: relationship to the truth.
1: Yes, one hundred percent, and he sees himself as a powerful man. And you know, a lot of people say, like in South Dakota, because it's like a very spread out place with a very small government, it it allows for unique political scandals of corruption and things like that. There have been times where like people were like funneling money out of like a visa program, and then the person who was at the center of it like just died mysteriously. And then there was another thing where an, uh, another, like, scandal was going on with money that was supposed to go to um, reservations. And, like, that was being funneled somewhere else. And then that person ended up doing, like, like a murder-suicide, but the safe of their house was gone after the house burned down. Hmm. There's So what? a lot of people were like, this doesn't really have much to do with, like, Roundsburg or, or whatever his whole thing is. But it's more just sort of saying, like, there's all, you know, this is kind of this. Sort of things happen like this in South Dakota, and on top of it, they said there was like a sheriff who basically wasn't really a sheriff kind of guy. he's more like if you got caught drunk driving like he'd give you a ride home if like he knew you, yeah, he's so. like the
0: Michael Clayton <laughs> for Republicans he just like right. goes through and fixes some problems for people but but mostly just by like being bad
1: at his job, you know yeah, it's just yeah, more yeah. like, I don't know because even that guy. He said he even back to story like yeah I don't know we, we we went out there and looked there we didn't see a deer until like a couple of
0: days later there was a body so oh, uh, huh. whoops either like the only way his story makes sense is if he was like shockingly drunk and didn't know like the those that's are the, the only, only options. way it makes sense it's either yeah. he was shockingly drunk and just was like ah oh, shit, I hit something but then like. Found the person's glasses inside his car like when he got right because he was just completely out of his mind, or he knew exactly what he did and
2: an intentional murder.
0: Yeah, I mean, we we don't don't know,
1: yeah, because now his like the biggest things he's looking at are a speeding ticket and like fines that don't even amount to like two thousand dollars.
0: I mean, there's got to be a civil case coming for his ass, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, well, I but mean, his, he called
2: the, the police on himself was like, I think I hit a deer. He
0: did. Yeah, he was in the
1: car and the 911 call, he called like right after the impact was made. And He was like, hey, uh, I think I, I may have hit something. And mm-hmm. then like the 911 operator was like, OK, what do you mean? Something like a like an object, an animal. Was it a deer? That's what the 911 operator says. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe a deer could have been a deer. Oh, and my so God. You can tell that's the, him
2: trying to be smart, trying to, like, already be, like... The operator
1: is the one who first Gave him the
2: alibi. <laughs> oh yeah. my God.
1: <laughs> because they were just trying to be like, what are you saying, bro? Like, what'd you fucking hit? like, oh, yeah, a deer. Yeah, I hit a deer. So, she I'm going to go so... home. But it's just kind of like, you know, it, we always just look at the kinds of people who occupy these higher offices, right? And you're the top cop of this state. And right. you're some guy who is like refusing to resign, even though you admit you friggin' at the very least at the most optimistic version of this is that he was distracted and tragically killed a pedestrian and still drove off. Yeah. You know, and yet you still can't have the wherewithal to be like, yeah, that's not, I should, I I actually, I'm going to resign. This is, this is a bad situation for everyone. I don't mean to be a distraction, but they also think that like, you know, there's a little bit of infighting, too, and, like, the Republican Party within there, and that's why, like, Noam was throwing this guy under the bus. But it also feels like just very straightforward case of, like, you'd be like, yeah, you should resign more than any kind of gaming.
0: Right. But he feels like he needs to represent the Maganesh yeah, in, in South Dakota. So he's uh, he, he cut a deal with the prosecutors. He hasn't
1: commented yet since this time what he'll do. He can still run for reelection no word yet as to whether or not he'll do that, but he definitely hasn't said he's not going to, and he's you know, as of now, he said he has no plan to resign.
0: Are you guys going to make this election about that time when I hit a guy with my car and his head came through my windshield and I drove off? Uh, Because that's not very deer-like
2: head. The
0: (laughs) South Dakota people don't want to talk about that. They want to talk about the issues. They want to talk about the
1: immigrants that
0: are coming Uh,
2: to South
1: Dakota. uh, That's That's what we talk talk about how we
0: should replace Abraham Lincoln's face on Mount Rushmore with Donald Trump's. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Wait, that's not a real thing, is it?
0: Well, I don't know. He's a Trump supporter in South Dakota. That's
2: a believable real thing.
1: I
0: could see it, yeah.
1: Yeah, and also for the talk of him, like, Trump's like, you know, Abraham Lincoln was a Republican, so. Right. And I'm kind of the greatest Republican
0: now, so maybe we should swap (laughs) it out. (laughs) Just saying, Trump, Reagan. Uh, oh Nixon,
3: God. the best.
1: Oh, not even. All Trump wouldn't even allow anyone else. Right. And then the me again at the end. just be doing
2: different facial expressions. <laughs> right.
1: just like this right. four-headed Hydra mountain.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk about vax mandates. Because mm-hmm. this is kind of positive news. Yeah. A new poll has found that vaccine hesitancy is on a downward trend. Yeah. 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 72% okay. of adults okay. now say. They've already taken the vaccine. Another 8% say they're likely to take it. The 20% who said they're either not very likely or not at all likely are a new low in the survey. Yeah.
1: So nor- normally it was about uh, in March, they said it was 34% of people polled were making up this group saying they were either not very likely or not at all likely, was at 34%. And that was in March. Two weeks ago, it was at 23%. And this but this go around, it's at twenty percent, so yeah. it's kind of it's it's contracting. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and even like there's even parents now who are saying that you know they're they're going to have they're going to be vaccinated, but they're also going to make sure their kids are vaccinated or are likely to as soon as it's permitted for that age group, and that's the highest share ever in the survey, and a twelve point spike from fifty six percent just two weeks ago. So fifty six percent two weeks ago, parents were like. Yeah, man, I'm not, I don't, only 56 were saying they were going to get vaccinated. Now we're at 68%. Yeah.
0: So, you know, that's, that's huge. I I I know people who got vaccinated themselves, but are, like, I know some people who have, like, let it take over their, like, entire lives. Like, the idea that they're going to make us vaccinate our kids and, like, that, you know, just abject terror at that idea. And now they've come around. No. (laughs) <laughs> they are oh. not. Oh, so God. I'm, I'm really happy to see this because I, I do think the, you know, once it's approved for children, the getting children vaccinated is going to be a real fight in a lot of cases. Well, yeah. I
1: mean, right now they make up for the largest group of unvaccinated people in the country, our kids. Right. Because they can't you know, yeah. be vaccinated. And yeah. looking at all the anecdotal evidence, you know, around, I'm sure people like, you know, so a lot of people are asking what's driving the trend. Clearly, I'd imagine the Delta variant is giving mm-hmm. people new data to work with, which is like, holy shit, dude. I know a lot of people who either got it or I know someone who passed away or got in serious health trouble with it. Yeah. And it and also, it's not like their favorite radio personalities that keep going down, dying of COVID, who start off being all anti-vax. They're not pulling some Tupac Machiavelli fake death stunt. Says That's you.
0: Sick. Says you, Miles. <laughs> all right? You don't know. <laughs> they, they're they not pulling a stunt. They're not pulling a Machiavelli stunt. The FBI might be taking them out, though, dude. Right. I'm just exactly. saying. Mm. That's, yeah, that's FDA, I FBI, begin with the same letter. Exactly. Mm. Thank you. They
2: know too much. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah.
1: they know too much. They know COVID's real. The whole thing, though, is that more than all of those things combined, it's just the fact that the, the vaccine mandates have created a different environment where now people are kind of getting over their shit because they're like, Oh, all right. Like must be this tall to ride. Well, I want to ride. So before it was easy to just kind of sneak on with my thick soled shoes to to make the height requirement. (laughs) But now I think because more and more you're seeing employers and like school districts and things like that mandating it, that it's becoming, you know, just more commonplace. They say one in three unvaccinated Americans in the survey said FDA approval would make them likely to take the vaccine but 43 percent said their boss requiring vaccinations would make them likely to do so which is up from 33 percent only and, 30 um, a, a, you know a month ago only a third were saying well if it's required maybe I'll do it so it's you know it's it, it's something
3: yeah
2: okay all right and that's I mean, like a, a bonus a pro to capitalism I guess
1: yeah. right it, yeah that's what I'm saying that's how I know it works you know again there's been <laughs> yeah. there' been a lot of tweets like that and just in generally even if for the people who are vaccine hesitant and try and bring up all these like sort of theories about like, well, you know, the pharmaceutical companies and blood. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, that's true. There's a lot of fuckery going on with big pharma. There's that's undeniable. But when you know that there's the whole like foundation of consumer capitalism, like it requires healthy consumers. Mm. you damn right. The fucking vaccine is going to work. They're not going to pivot to some new form of an economy just to be like. We don't fucking do with this vaccine. It's yeah, yeah. It it works, and even in your most cynical read, you're like, that's it. it, It's probably working. That's why they they want it. So,
0: yeah. And I mean, it's a tradition. It's the social pressure that I think everybody's used to when it comes to vaccines. Which is, no, that's fine. You don't need to get the vaccine. You got you've got your kid all day. They can't come to our school. Like that's that's coming into effect more and more. Which you know, is why I think we're seeing these wild ass scenes at school board meetings, because Mm -hmm. that is like, this is hopefully their last, like, you know, desperation, like death throes of the movement, because they're not going to successfully be able to get them to be like, nah, you're right. We we're too trusting of the vaccine. And we also were planning on harvesting your kids adrenochrome, like the it's (laughs) it's just not going to happen Bye. so hopefully yeah. you know schools I mean, are just going to do the vaccine mandate as soon as it's fda approved for kids which i guess I, is going to be a while but
1: right i mean at best right like they'll be like all right it's like everything they they get into it's like oh fuck all right well we're off the new culture war thing of like the masks and like our christian like right to you know <laughs> free our faces because jesus uh, once that melts away, it'll just go right back to like rigged elections because yeah. that's always what we it's can... that's the thing powering a lot of it now is just this idea that it's like we're losing control. Yeah. yeah. But one thing that is interesting in this poll, they said just at the very last sort of finding, which was, quote, the share of Americans who say they feel hopeful right now has plummeted to 34 percent. That's from 48 percent in March. But those saying they feel motivated energized inspired or resilient has risen by at least as
0: much i like that for us we're Which we're is not interesting yeah we're not like optimistic because yeah we've lived through like the past two years do. we've lived through the past six years but we're energized and feeling resilient i like that for america right now that's what i think i feel like that's where we need to be
1: yeah but we'll see i mean that could be like yeah i'm feeling resilient Against the tyranny,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they said that that like the hope has gone down and the resiliency has gone Feelings up. Feelings of like, motivation,
1: by, inspiration, and energy have increased. Like they by seem as much, to have like,
0: be related uh, based on this analysis. So
1: yeah,
2: that's an interesting little pairing there. Yeah, yeah.
0: put on what? your
1: little pandemic bootstraps, America.
0: Here we go. Also, I feel like hope has a bad name after the Obama administration. Like people are like, I don't feel just hope
1: yeah like what's called optimism i mean and that's been the general trend because in march it was like hot vax everything you know (laughs) and be like ah,
2: it's fine and they were
1: like no it's not actually what the fuck are we doing oh man yeah Yeah, but i guess along with that just as much as people want to do the right thing there's just a growing number of people who also want to sidestep The whole vaccine mandate thing. And this is where you see capitalism really
0: going to work. Sure.
1: So, yeah, like if you go on Instagram, you'll see there there are these accounts and all over social media that promise vaccine cards from anywhere from like 50 bucks to like 500 bucks. And they'll say like, yo, we got the real. We got some nice vaccine cards. We got the CDC one. If you're in the UK, we got the NHS fucking joints. What the fuck do you need? We got it. Uh, no questions asked, pay us through uh, Apple Pay or Bitcoin. Shipping is quick and you will be deceiving your employers in no time. And yeah, there's just been I've, over the last couple of weeks, we've seen an increase of, of like stories that are just around like the use of these cards or like the feds busting shipments last week in like Tennessee and in Alaska, the feds got over like 6,000 vaccination cards, like in different shipments that were from China that were like, basically destined for people across the u.s who were trying to get in on that you know that replica (laughs) that rep uh vaccine card Um, and they were all printed with the cbc logo and like looked super super close they said however when uh, when officials looked closer they noticed spelling mistakes and poor printing quality (laughs) so they weren't quite one-to-one as we say in the replica world but yeah it's 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 this is going to be a thing because we have the dumbest looking vaccination cards. It is yeah. So I was just trying
0: stupid. to find mine to just like
2: yeah, <laughs> evaluate
0: it because it really looks like shit. Like it really. It does is just not. a
2: piece of paper. Yeah. with like someone's handwriting on it. Yeah, Do you mine see? has like
0: whiteout on it for some reason. So it like mine, I think, gets more scrutiny than like a fake one would because people it are like, "Why white is this out? White it out?" Yeah, the very Where? first. Did they, like, like the spell your date? name
2: wrong or something?
0: <laughs> no, it's, like, typed over the whiteout is, like, Pfizer and the date that I got it. I the mean. First, the first dose.
1: Look, I am I used to dabble in the extra-legal entrepreneurial arts. <laughs> yeah. And when I was at Dodger <laughs> Stadium getting my vaccine, there was just a pile of them shits. Like, yeah. the, the yeah. cards just out in the open. I was like, bro, you could just swipe this shit right now and sell this shit and get it going. But yeah. I'm a a better person now. I'm an adult who feels more responsible to the people around me. And I was just like, it was sort of blowing my mind that I'm like, well, if I'm thinking this, you know, people could work there. Take a couple, sell them off on the side and make good money because we don't have anything that's even remotely close to having any kind of like security features built into like our money. You know what I mean? Like, try it with that. It's not happening.
2: like... Put it under a black light, and there's, like, a thing right. that's, like, only the CDC paper has or whatever. Like, there's right. nothing like that. It's literally just a piece of paper.
3: Yeah. And, and it's, I don't get de- why,
2: like, all these branches are so bad at, like, even the unemployment <laughs> website was, like, 20 years behind. Like, right. how do these people not know how to get with the times? Because well, they defunded
0: like it all, like, for the past <laughs> right. 40 years. like uh, and our entire lifetime, like, there's been this idea, like, from the center out that, like, small government is the answer, defund government programs because they just make people lazy. And then, like, the people who want to use government programs are the onus is on them to basically be the bureaucrats. So you have a full time job trying to, like, figure out how to use anything. And it's a complete fucking mess.
1: Well yeah, and I think a lot of people who work in in a, like, any kind of bureaucracy, federally, municipally, whatever, it there's also just like a lack of fresh people in there. It's like, like lifers mm-hmm. that work there. Yeah, yeah. And then like they just can't adapt even if like a city passes a budget to do something different, it'll get to them and like they're like I don't know how to think about this differently than the way we've just been doing it because I just kind of right. don't I'm not really inspired by my work sometimes. And, you know, that's why it's frustrating for the people that do work at these places. Like, it's so easy. If we just did this, it would be so much easier for people to get access to things. But it just takes a super long time. And, like, again, I I posted a picture, like, in the doc of just, like, this, like, one version of an Instagram ad where the fucking (laughs) account name, it's been taken down. But it's called it was COVID-19 underscore vaccination cards in USA zero. And (laughs) they're saying, like. We got them. Hit us up at this, like, WhatsApp number. And Instagram says they're taking them down. But a lot of the people, like, in this BBC article, they were saying that it was, even though they take them down, there were plenty of other ones they could find very quickly. So they're playing, like, this fucked up whack-a-mole game with these counterfeit accounts coming up. And...
2: Buying Instagram ads for this?
1: Well, no, not buying Instagram ads. But, like, if you use, like, Uh the... It's, like, you know, it's all hashtag-based, too. Because, like, if you start getting Uh... into the hashtags, you can find things... And I'm sure just aggressively, if you're just like, I don't know, maybe there's a username called like vaccination cards for COVID US. you know what I mean? And you're like, <laughs> oh, there's one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the UK and like Denmark, they're either using or are developing like digital sort of mechanisms to make it fucking harder. Because what use is it to have vaccine mandates if you can't actually have like yeah, yeah determine who has been vaccinated or not?
0: Yeah. And yeah.
2: And you go
1: by like, well, who's who's clever enough to just get a card but
2: yeah. well there are like digital records at least i know here in la like if you right. got vaccinated there is a digital record and i think you can even make it like put it on your passport like on your iphone yeah like, it can yeah carry, for like,
1: that a- but then there's ones that like it's harder right like depending on who like if you went to a different county or like a different yeah. you got it from a doctor or something it could be different and so that card just makes it the thing that like most people can rely on to verify but if you go any yeah. any place i've been that's said like you have to show proof of vaccination it's like you can bring your little rinky dink card and show it to somebody who's like yeah okay they showed me a, a square that said cdc on it so fine right. come on in or it's like or you know just like bring a picture of it yeah and you're like well that's right. even easier than faking a fucking hard copy You could just oh, like photoshop God. that mug and you got a fake vaccine card
0: yeah, there definitely like needs a, to be a standardized, yeah. like, app that ever. That's what Israel was doing, like, from jump. Like, they had an app that, like, you brought up. It had, like, a moving picture that, like, people could scan. And that would tell you for sure. So, like, it's not a thing that could be Photoshopped. It's not a still image. It's not a, like, they had a a very, like, detailed system for it. Like, I, yeah. I don't Yeah. I have an idea. I have an idea. Go on. Mm -hmm.
2: What if when we got the shot itself, they could put like a chip that would go like (laughs) in our body
1: (laughs) (laughs) that they could then track, right? and
2: then that would know, you would just have to like, yeah, 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 it would just like glow or something, or they could just scan you real quick so you'd have that chip.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like how you chip a dog. yeah, Yeah, yeah. Subdermal. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think that'd be really cool. And it could run on like Windows 95 or something (laughs) if you wanted to, like,
1: for sure, XP, whatever you want. Look at it. But (laughs) yeah, I think the reason, you know, uh, maybe things could change in the US, although there's no like real, I, I think, like articulated plan to have these like digital passes, is that a lot of the business owning community is like, what about like, couldn't we be liable if someone comes in with a fake card and like anything bad were to happen because we let people in with fake cards or like we didn't know and like the whole thing is going to boil down to whether or not we could determine if a card was fake or not. That could be a concern. Mm. So I don't know. I'm sure there's 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 probably a little bit of sweating on that side because a lot of like like people who work at bars kind of say the same thing. It's like it's kind of hard to tell if you know you're not really trained to like identify a fraudulent card versus a real one
0: yeah but the main thing is they need to be doing the vaccine mandate like that's first order of business yeah because yeah. it works Who'd and after this break we are going to talk about a group that is dragging their heels uh movie theaters and and why they need to just fucking make make it a mandate already uh we will be right back And we're back. CinemaCon was in Vegas last week. This was like, I don't know. They they really, I, I think it, I feel like it just benefited from like a lot of built up like releases and stuff. Because like they they had a Spider Man trailer, the fourth Matrix movie trailer. They screened the upcoming Ghostbusters movie. They showed the first thirteen minutes of Top Gun. I was like, damn, I would. I would have gone to that if I had heard all the shit they were doing and if there wasn't a global pandemic. Right you would have <laughs> gone to Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas
1: <laughs> for 13 minutes at Top Gun. Oh,
0: but the overall message of the convention was it's time to come back to the movie cinemas, <laughs> as mm. the head of NATO said. <laughs> this dude, John Fithian, literally said, People are dying to get back to the theaters. <laughs> um, probably not the best way to phrase that. Yeah. Right. People are dying
1: in service of da, the da, industry da. restarting. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you mean?
0: And so we are in like another slowdown at the box office because every, you know, people are justifiably freaked out by uh, the Delta virus. The, uh, what's it called? You know, the thing that's uh, killing all the people. Yeah, but yeah. so they're starting to delay re- releases again. And that's like freaking all the studios out. Clifford, the big red dog movie. I mean, that's oh. when, that's when I said enough is enough with That's when pandemic. the head of NATO had to get involved. Yeah. I'm assuming NATO is like National Association of, of Theater, theater Owners. Yeah. yeah. Theater <laughs> Owners. Okay.
1: No, I like the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. It's like, I, No. I would,
0: yeah, I did go through this entire story thinking that it was the head of NATO, NATO, like the the big one. Well, let's because I'm dumb just for fun, just for funsies. Let's, let's let assume it be. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? Venom two has been delayed by a month, and they're blaming they're blaming like the the vaccine, but they're just trying to like basically comfort people into coming back to the theaters without actually doing the thing that is going to make people comfortable, which is a vaccine mandate. Like, they, they just, right. are, for some fucking reason, I, I mean, I know the reason, they're, they're worried that it's going to, you know, their theaters are going to be the sites of, like, a bunch of protests and angry, you know, right-wingers, and, like, there has to be something more at work there, like, perhaps just among theater owners, they are also anti-vaxxers or something, because it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense that they would not put the vaccine mandate in place.
2: Wait, so is this like they all got together and agreed, you, like, unanimously not to do vaccine mandates? Like, well, nobody's as doing owners?
0: it. Yeah, nobody's doing it.
2: Like, what's stopping, like, a random owner of a movie theater from doing that themselves?
1: Yeah. I mean, Well, yeah. I mean, it probably depends on the, you know, of the thousands of theaters, who knows? Like, only a handful are probably even taking those steps. But, because you think of, right, the reason people aren't going is because they don't feel comfortable given the pandemic and even though like there was a little bit of i mean shit even i had optimism like yeah. right after i got my second dose and i was fully vaccinated i'm like shit i can go to a fucking movie and then yeah. i was like wait hold on with we we haven't actually handled this and now there's a delta variant I, then i found myself being like fuck that i ain't going to a fucking movie ever again
2: yeah yeah
1: so and i think be, it's so it's odd they're not You know, when you think of, well, what's the easiest solution is like make the people want to think that this place isn't a vector for illness or at least a high risk activity, yet it's still dragging. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So New York instituted like basically vaccine mandates for most activities, including going to the movies. And rather than being like, all right, like maybe this is what everybody should be doing, the head of the National Association of Theater, theater owners of New York. Is like, ah, damn, that's going to trigger another round of release delays. So there, it's just like that hyper near focus, like short term thinking is, is what's going on where they're like, but like some of the people won't be vaccinated and it'll, it'll like be a little bump in attendance and that'll scare the studios off essentially. Right. But I don't know. Every time I've been to where vaccines are mandated, including, like, some organized by a small school, some organized by a group of friends. Like, it's been very easy to implement. Granted, it's because, like, you know, we're just looking at each other's uh, vaccine cards and assuming that nobody's, like, faking them. But, right, yeah. like, some of the theater owners are like, it's going to be very difficult. We don't have the infrastructure in place. And it's just like, what, what are you talking infrastructure about? Infrastructure to check someone's vaccination status? Yeah. Like I, I got kicked out of Lethal Weapon Three when I was like thirteen for not being seventeen. Like right, like, and my dad bought <laughs> me the ticket. So like they're they they've got eagle eyed uh theater people. Yeah, out yeah. There.
1: I mean, although I don't know, I, there's a couple theaters I used to go to, fucking lawless. So yeah, I read in some instances, but at the end of the day, like it's these just sound like really weird excuses, or. They, just com- they completely don't have any imagination on how to do anything safely because they've just taken for granted that like they had like a recession proof business or something that was like, yeah, people always like going to the movies. And it's like, wait, now I got to like I don't know. think of how to make sure people aren't. I, I, I don't know. Uh, well, it's going to be a lot longer until you do NATO. Yeah.
2: Is it just that you think most of your ticket buyers are the kind who would protest? This because right. it's like I was thought like that the super right wing hated movies and liberal media and all that stuff. So yeah, it's like, right, they have
1: to make their own crap films,
2: right? So it's like, are they going to the theater anyway? Right.
1: Probably not. Yeah, it's just weird. It's like one of those things. It's like they're like, well, I don't want to be the person to stand up to say what's right because there's a, a an element of friction that comes along with that. But it's yeah. like you're, but you have to oh, at a yeah, certain man. point, you have to do what's right. So fuck whatever you think people's response to that is going to be. You have to do what is going to be right. But I don't know why I think NATO or Natoni in the in the uh, version of the New York subsect is going to do the right thing.
2: It but would we'll be see. Tony, wouldn't it? <laughs> hey,
1: Hey.
0: <Natoni>. hey. <laughs> <laughs> NATO NY, we see you. All right, let's uh, check in with Mike Richards. He gone. Um, he gone. He, he gone. <laughs> yeah so i mean it was quick you yeah. know uh it was mm-hmm. like a week and a half ago that he announced himself as the replacement for alex trebek
1: self-coronation
0: <laughs> uh yeah put it put the crown Thank on you. i a new detail in this report like in addition to them just being like yeah it became clear that like it was going to be too much of a distraction to keep him at Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. They're, they're like
1: no internal or external support for him. Yeah. <laughs> You're like
0: Ugh. Uh, and everyone hated him. Another detail is that they he was pulled as host after a day of production. So I don't know mm. if it, like people have assumed it was the timing of that ringer thing, but I also like a, a detail in the ringer thing that they talked about is that like when he tried to make himself the host of the price is right when he took over as the EP or as a producer there, the people were like, Man, he's like really just not talented. Like he just he like knows yeah. he has a lot of enthusiasm, but like that there's just like not much there. And like when I watched his introduction where he's like, Hi, I'm stepping in for Ken Jennings because he couldn't make it work, uh, which was a lie. He was he's just like not a not a talented, like, person who you want to watch on TV. He just seems like a wow. very, very excited, very like, bland, energetic, but, like, yeah, nothing. Basically, replacement-level TV show host. Like, a,
1: a TV show night.
0: host in, like, an 80s movie.
2: What a long a con, mediocre
1: though. white man managed to get to the highest right. heights again. Yeah. Ha! What is happening here? <laughs> I just don't know. But, yeah, I mean, he's just... Uh, you know he's He's. I think he's also off uh, Wheel of Fortune too. Like he's completely yeah, he's out gone. at Sony. Like he's not. He has nothing to do with the shows at all. So adios, sir.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think this I, was I, all well I mean. well done by the ringer and by public outrage and all that. Because like people are like, why does everybody give a shit about Jeopardy? Like no nobody really watches Jeopardy. Or like I feel That's, like all no these people. One watches who are, Jeopardy. Who are mad about this don't watch Jeopardy. But I. I think it's like just a case of, you know, like a mediocre white guy giving himself all the advantages and like become giving himself a job that like the consumers would much rather see like literally almost anyone else. in. Um, right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so, like,
1: think of just the audience, though, too. These people like information. They like right. this isn't like frivolous game show where it's like name the fart or something. But like these are people who like <laughs> getting really into details and information and researching your shit, that, that, that seems like a group would be like, this guy doesn't have the, the fucking goods, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think also a lot of people just were so hoping for like something life affirming, like Alex Trebek, like even if you didn't like Jeopardy a lot, like you probably had seen it and you're like, oh, there's like this energy about him. That's great that you'd want that. There were many people who came along. The yeah. that, oh, this could be good. This could be good only for michael richards to step right up
2: probably shouldn't say michael richards
0: yeah you know they're
1: all they're all they're all the same (laughs) yeah now (laughs) he's gonna go off
0: to the island where michael richards is just hang out after (laughs) post uh career we're all
2: bad mike richards go yeah Yeah.
0: wait is Uh, he on an island no, I, I was oh. just saying that would be funny if like he and Crazy like start hanging out together now. Right? They just like <laughs> and they're like, "Can you believe this shit?" They should have a podcast <laughs> called "Can You Believe This Shit." <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> All right, and finally, I don't know. Do you guys have Have you guys seen Ted Lasso? Do you guys have first strong season. feelings? I've not Lasso? seen any of it. Okay. I've seen the
1: first and season. It. I I don't have strong feelings in either direction i mean
0: it's it was cool
1: it was it's it's easy to watch
0: yeah goes down easy.
1: yeah go hey dude ted lasso bros down easy and (laughs) goes down easy it's very you know feels fun and positive i liked it just for the little bit of you know footy humor but it wasn't like i definitely wasn't part of the group who like lost their minds about it but i also see why people enjoyed it because like if you really like are aware of your media diet something that feels like you know sprinkles on your tummy and (laughs) and fun and positive like ted lasso would probably get you like oh thank god because i can't keep watching things about how we fucked up the pandemic or murderous teachers or whatever the fuck else is on tv
0: right so there is a online backlash happening because i mean it was like really a lot of positive energy coming out for it it won a bunch of awards and so i think a lot of people were like catching up on it first of all and being like oh this is like fine but like Mm -hmm. it's always harder for a show to like live up to the hype after it's won awards and after people have like told you it's the greatest thing in the world and then they at the around that time they dropped a second season that even like fans of the first season don't seem to particularly think is that great. Apparently nothing much happens, and the Christmas episode suggests Santa Claus literally exists. Oh yes, thank God! So, <laughs> so that's I'm back, like, baby. <laughs> that's, uh, this is an interesting look for like a a prestige TV comedy, right? Hmm. And yeah, I don't, I don't really have a have a dog in the fight. I've seen the first few episodes and thought it was solid, but not enough to like keep. To seek it out, while, uh... well, it's just
1: like it's like this other kind of thing. It's like it's just so good, you know. Like it's like, so wholesome. nicey nicey, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. I think maybe yeah. for me, like I, as much as I like nicey nicey, you know, I need a little grit too. <laughs> it can't just be all sugar. Well, I need a little fucking anthrax mixed up in there just a little little bit of poison just to make you feel that life's a little bit darker but yeah but i I guess it's like a adult mr rogers that's soccer themed yeah has iphones yeah that's
2: interesting i did not know any of this about the show like i've seen people tweeting about it but i thought it was the complete like the vibe i got was like that it was like about a depressed guy who's like an alcoholic or something Noob. Am I just reading the tweets wrong? <laughs> <I> just, like, <laughs> the vibe is different? I think different? That was,
0: I think those are the people who are sending the tweets. Maybe the it's the actual story. tweeters. <laughs> but, yeah, so one thing that uh, J.M., who, I get the sense uh, our writer J.M. McNabb was pointing out in this piece. I get the sense he's like sort of in between, he's watched everything and is like, yeah, season two is just basically the same as season one. And he doesn't understand what the... Big backlashes, is, but uh, he, he says that one thing that, like, a lot of the discourse is missing is that it's, like, a massive just Apple commercial, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which seems like that would be, like, too on the nose for an Apple streaming, like, media platform to, like, actually do. But apparently all of their shows have been... <laughs> Just massive Apple product placement campaigns. Uh, Their flagship series, The Morning Show, featured an average of 32 camera shots of Apple products per episode. Uh, The second season of M. Night Shyamalan's Servant was uh, apparently tarnished, according to critics, by uh, excessive product placement that often showed scenes through iPhone and iPad screens.
2: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Uh, Can you imagine? They're like, Uh, oh, wow, is that a retina display? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, the (laughs) amount of pixels they crammed in here is crazy anyway. So watch this guy get killed. One scene found a character making two FaceTime calls at the same time through an iPad and the Apple TV. So it's like showing you functionality you didn't even know it had. Wait, two do an iPad and the Apple TV?
1: Oh, like you had a a FaceTime on your iPad, and then you can make the TV also do another iPad
0: call or FaceTime call? A different That's right, Miles. Apple TV can do everything. everything. (laughs) I thought we were going to get some good product placement in. Oh, no, Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Man. (laughs) This is actually interesting. So I've heard just around town from people who've worked on Apple shows that they are hard to deal with. And... Ryan Johnson, the director of uh, Knives Out, when, like, so he was asking, you know, can I use iPhones in the show or in the movie? He was told that bad guys cannot have iPhones on camera ever. So, like, the good guys can use it, yeah. but bad guys can't, which totally is like a, you can now figure out who done it because that's got to be there, like, across the board like rule you're like no the president the president has an iphone right
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: oh shit he did it you're like but he's the president i'm like just trust me he's the yeah. only motherfucker who's like green in the chat <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly like that's kind of playing on that oh, same God. trope you know what i mean like where there's already like a kind of apple users like oh dude you're fucking up the group chat just get yeah. a fucking apple or whatever most of the time, right. that sends the person with an Android deeper into an Android-like world where they're like, this really is exactly so, why. Like, I, I don't want to be deal part with... of a fucking cult. Yeah. Who
0: cares what color my bubble is? I'm just texting
1: you if you're going to be at Jimmy John's soon. It hurts my fucking eyes, dude. Heavier. Stop. <laughs> oh, oh. I hate it. It says, Dude, I just it says Miles liked I'm going to be a Jimmy John soon. On my it should just have to be a thumbs up fucking reaction on there. <laughs> fuck.
0: <laughs> the <fuck? laughs> yeah, Jam was pointing out that like the Ted Lasso is the ultimate extension of that ethos. Like not only is Apple prohibiting villains from using iPhones, but the, the next series they greenlit was the most impractically nice person in the world, just constantly using iPhones, iPads, Apple laptops, <laughs> like everything. Right, right, right. Um, so it's like okay.
2: the nicer you are, the more Apple products you have. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Aren't <laughs> they recutting the
1: like... passion of the Christ for Jesus to <laughs> yeah, be on exactly. when he's on the
0: cross? Yeah. He FaceTimes with God when he's up on the cross. He's like, forgive <laughs> them, Father. <laughs> <laughs> they know not like... what they've done. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> About to be there in a second, Dad. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, this isn't a side, sorry, this is, but like, I miss, I think all phones need to fucking bring back real buttons. I'm sick of touchscreen.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. Why
2: can't we have that? I will, whatever it is, Android, Razer, I don't care what it is. I will would buy you, that phone. If do you it want a bigger screen? Real
1: like, do you need a screen that's as big? Because this this is like the thing that I felt like BlackBerry was trying to like thread the needle th- until the end of their business. was <laughs> like, okay, like how many? What's your key to screen ratio that y'all need? Because we want to give you all physical keyboard, but uh, the
2: screen doesn't have to be huge.
1: Yeah, I don't know for numbers. I would love to text honestly, like with the I'm numbers. I'm
2: spelling shit wrong.
1: Yeah. Because it's my
2: fast thumb. It's always like touching the other letter, you know?
1: <laughs> right. Before we had the live stream show, I kept texting uh, producer Anna Hosney, and I was like, I-, I kept coming out love stream because just the fucking yeah. keyboard is too crammed together. And I was like, Your no, vibes not are so good love. Ugh, Ugh
0: forget it. <laughs> yeah, I just saw a kid the other day. He was like holding his laptop like a phone and was like typing on the keyboard with his thumbs. Just that's. No, that's not true. That's all I was was going to say. (laughs) What kind of gigantic thumbs did this person have? It was uh, George Mirison. (laughs) And so, (laughs) James was also pointing out that, like, the most emotional, like, scenes in the show are all conducted over Apple products because he's separated from his son, who is in the U.S., uh, (laughs) but they're still able to talk through FaceTime. There's a heartwarming scene where his son, like, sends him a drawing, and then the Ted Lasso at Ted Lasso on Twitter tweeted out the like scene and it got like a hundred thousand likes. So it's like all just part of a brilliant, uh, he's, signs his divorce papers, uh, yeah. using Apple gear, but it's like just frictionless. He's just like, <laughs> right. took a pic, signs it, takes a picture, sends it. You hear the like whoosh. And then it's like behind him. So divorce complete, <laughs> divorce complete, <laughs> So
2: that's like what's troubling as a creative today, because like all these new all these companies now are like, we're going to make content and it's like Apple and all these things. It's like great, because as somebody who wants to like sell a show or like ride on something, you're like, cool, I get all these new opportunities. There's so many options now. Right. But then it's also like, oh, but also you have to be this person who like shills for this company, basically. And yeah, all the rules are just like make sure that you put iphone in the pivotal seat like they even give up you know
1: right they're like Like, we love your we uh, allison we loved your pilot script for this coming of age story in the east side of los angeles (laughs) and like navigating (laughs) complex like you know emotional relationships Uh and you know navigating society um i just unfortunately because you 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 vividly wrote um, you, you, the word Samsung Galaxy in it. We're, we're gonna have to pass, yeah, yeah, unless yeah. of course you're willing to change the name of the show to you know right. i iPad.
0: Would you consider <laughs> Would you consider changing the best friend character to be Siri?
2: Like to... <laughs> if, if it <laughs> was name? Siri, and... you're talking
1: about her best friend, the Mexican yes. girl. So Siri. she is Siri.
0: Raquel, uh, her best you wanted to? Because we're, we're trying to communicate <laughs> that Siri, can you can have emotionally can resonant depend on her. relationships with Siri. You can depend well, on her. If we
1: did so. that, couldn't we just do that with the white character? I feel it's a little problematic to completely <laughs> no, erase no, this no, character and then make it a robot in service of this white no. character. Could we do... Oh, no. No, no, um,
0: no. So, They Apple sort of has a thing with... Uh, with,
1: like, who uses the product? <laughs> right, if you get me. exactly. All right, you You're
2: guys, like, you guys... What? <laughs> you know what? You don't even have to say anymore. I'm in.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, great. <laughs> it, but it's just funny because Apple gets away with shit, though. Like, Amazon Prime couldn't get away with, like, having a bunch of, like... People be it, like getting awesome <laughs> products from Amazon. A sh- like a show where shows. every scene someone has to have a <laughs> right, Prime delivery. Right, right. Like, <laughs> uh, like I feel like, and like in the background, Jeff Bezos like is flying into space. As like, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> that, that's like part of a cold open. As a character is looking on their like Amazon phone, it's like Bezos versus face. <laughs> space. I'm like, well, I'll be. Huh? <laughs> this guy, this guy can really do it all. He can do it hey, all. Hey, Echo, finalized divorce. <laughs> cool. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: Jesus. <laughs> Allison, it's been such a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist, as always. Where can people Thank find you, you and fun. follow you?
2: Um, I'm on the internet at JustAboutGlad on all the socials. There you go. Nice.
0: There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying?
2: Yeah, I really like this tweet I saw yesterday by uh, Zach Bornstein. At Zach Bornstein, he, uh, he said, To be clear, the people calling us sheeple are the ones taking livestock medication.
0: That's right. <laughs> Turns out. Uh, Miles, where can people find you and what's a tweet you've been enjoying?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at of Gray. Uh, also, if you like 90 Day Fiance, check out the other show I do with Sophia Alexander called 420 Day Fiance. Uh, that's at Twitch.tv/slash 420 Day Fiance. Some tweets I like: the first one is just says cows. No, this is from uh, at Keet Potato K E E T Potato. Says cows are very calm considering the whole floor is food. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and another one from Zach Silberberg it's like a it's like a cover of an anamorphs you know that anamorphs book series where it's like it's always like a kid and then it's like the f- metamorphosis into some kind of animal at mm. the end stage and so it's like this blonde woman who's like slowly turning into like a rat and his tweet is when you move to new york this happens to you
3: <laughs> <laughs> <It's true. laughs> like
1: this, this this image is so stupid <laughs> but uh, hey, shout out to the rats
0: Anna online tweeted, uh, the worst part of the day is when you finish your coffee because it's like, okay, I guess I'll wait for tomorrow then. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at daily zeitgeist. We're at the daily zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and website DailyZeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as a song that we think you might enjoy miles what song are you linking off to
1: so we're gonna ride out on a track called sugar by the band men i trust and it's a you know really dope like kind of psych pop sound if you like that sort of shimmery guitar and like very like you know 80s kind of energy too it feels like a like a commercial for like a can, like a psychedelic '80s candy store. Uh, that's mm. how I would kind of imagine this track going down. So this is sugar store. from damn. Men
0: I Trust. I'm assuming it's not a remake of Ah, sugar, sugar, damn. The number one song in America during the Vietnam War what was that, despite what movies tell you. All right, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning, but we're back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to y'all then. Bye.
3: Bye.